Welcome to Sports 360 Podcast. Here we talk about issues in the wide world of sports, ranging from local issues from the Nigerian scene to global issues. And uh, we like to make it an all-sports affair. Sports 360, we can go anywhere, any sport. My name is DG Omoto Imbo. And I'm Adeyemi Adesoya. I am Akimbode Ogutui. So we're here again on Sports 360 Podcast. And an issue is becoming a hydra-headed monster in the world of sports. And I think it's about time we talked about it on this podcast. We thank all of those of you out there for listening in. Keep enjoying Sports 360 Podcast. Our first point of call is racism. Ugly, unsavory, unpalatable, but incidents continue to rise. And the latest one was very, very high profile. Valencia and Cadiz game in the La Liga. Uh, Mokta Diakabi walked off or wanted to walk off the pitch. The team eventually walked off because he said he suffered a racial slur. It became a big story. Valencia came out with a statement and all of that. Now, it's going to be multifaceted. You have players on the pitch abusing fellow players or racially. We've had cases of officials, match officials, using racial slurs. Of course, we've had cases online of online abuse directed at all kinds of players has been happening. And we also have cases of fans, some of them in the stands in the past. Do you think, as I think, my opinion, that the authorities, both sports authorities and then maybe the online companies are simply not bothered? They don't think it's much of a problem? Because the reactions never match the offenses. You hear me? I think the first thing is we need to consider is how do these guys, how much of an understanding do they have of racism? Okay. Um, have they been on the wrong side of it before? Of it before. Mm-hmm. Um, Good point. You've mentioned some of the online companies, social media companies, talking Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Who are the owners? Who are the people behind them? Mm-hmm. Obviously, largely uh, Caucasian mm-hmm. um, owners. So, have they been on the wrong side of racism before? Obviously not. So, in the case so, of who feels it, knows it. Exactly. Mm. Now, a lot of people have called for better action, you know, better resolve, better punitive measures. And I think a lot of them believe that enacting stronger punitive measures might have a ripple effect on their business. business. Okay. So, that is why they seem to be a bit apprehensive you know, um, in acting accordingly. So, and then you also look at the authorities, whether on the football side or on the government side. In some cases, there are laid down laws available Mm. to punish cases of racism. But how well are these laws being followed? There are penalties available to punish cases of racism, how much of these um, laws or punitive measures are being used to full effect? And I'll give you an example. Bulgaria as a country has Mm. clear-cut penalties for racial issues, but Mm. nothing happens. happens. Mm. Nothing happens. It's a case of, I think it's a case of the penalties more like being slaps on the wrists. Yes. For instance, FIFA's disciplinary code states that when a team or the supporters are found guilty of exhibiting racist behavior, the Australian club is fined $30,000 for a professional football club as peanuts. I agree. That's ridiculous. Um, There was one one heated argument uh, that somebody had with um, Bella Kazim on social media. And it was about this case when the player walked off. Mm. And, uh, and uh, Bella effectively said that, look, UEFA, remember the referee, con- re- the referee 
won the players as if the world they are going to lose again. Mm. And 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 the person was was upset that instead of addressing the issue, the referee was mm. was was looking at the pri- at, at the secondary yeah at, at the secondary effects of of the original thing. And this argument was that look, if everybody starts doing what they like, that for for a lot of and I agree with him, football is a, is a business. And if people start working off and, and, and fans are not getting their money's worth or the, the entertainment they were, the entertainment they are looking for, the value of the of the of the of the uh, of, of the product will fall. And I agree with him. But like like uh, like yourself and and Yemi have said, it is that all the things that can be done on the surface to ensure that this top they have been done. So it's, it doesn't seem to be working. Um, uh, this player with uh, with Crystal Palace, this Ivorian, Zaha, Zaha said he's not kneeling anymore. anymore. And I agree with him because we, uh, we, have, we have been kneeling. Well, we have, somebody give, we, have, we take the knee and then we got some, somebody insults me again, either on the other, either on the picture or offline. Something more. I actually felt like that kneeling thing has as it's dated. They should take it to the next step, like mm-hmm. you said, slap in the wrist until somebody gets hit bad. You know, we all know that it has, no matter how much you find, you find these clubs, mm-hmm. they can afford it. Yeah. You've got to hit them where it matters most. Points. Take, take points of them. They, 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 I, I think each club has the responsibility of ensuring that their players behave well. And so, that their fans as and well. And their fans as well behave well. So any, uh, um, any player or fan base that has been confirmed to be involved or to have to have racially slot somebody, let the club take the hit. They will fall in line. There's something called team ethos. And I, I get the impression teams tend to, without thinking, instantly, knee-jerk reactions support their player. I remember the incident between Suarez <laughs> and um, Patrick And the first thing Liverpool did was in fact, the next game they wore the printed shirt supporting Suarez, and eventually Suarez was found guilty and banned. So there's this tendency of team ethos. I'll support my 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 teammate or my player, and I think that it's not helping. But but, but that's an aside. No, no, no. It actually, it's not because, mm. like I said, if Liverpool are, if, at the point where Liverpool, if Liverpool the had. Taking action against, against their own player. Yeah. And then at the point where, at, at the point where the printed, printed sheets, before the fi- final findings were made, mm. they, they, I, look, I, I remember that giveaway the printed sheets. They, they, they look silly. Yeah. In the sheets. Yeah. Because, I mean, somebody said, look, this person did this thing, did this thing to me. And then your mm. reaction was to, to, to print sheets. And now the man has been found guilty. Mm. Dog them points. You know, exactly. Yeah, so, you know, that's where, that's if, if, if it stops them from being hasty to support their player the next time, that's why I've been at least one step in the right direction. You know, I get the impression, Yemi, that the authorities honestly don't see it yeah. as a major problem. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll get into perspective here. Um, Nicholas Bentner was fined 80,000 euros for showing a company logo on his underwear during a goal celebration in 2012, if you remember. Far more than what teams have typically been fined for racial abuse. How <laughs> can a commercial infraction <laughs> be charged double a racial infraction. You know, so impression being created, I think, by the authorities is they see it as the business is more important than these isolated incidents, although they are not they are becoming more and more um constant now. They used to be isolated now. They are becoming almost every week a player is racially abused online or on the pitch or whatever. Like what they said, as long as you Sports authorities don't come down hard. I get the impression it will continue to happen. First and foremost, on the Bedna issue, the authorities took a hit on the commercial side mm-hmm. because what he's done is he's exactly. I know, I know that. Yeah. Brand as so that's why it was important them. to them. So it was a, yeah, it was very important for them to mm. nip it in the board very quickly. Exactly. Now the issue of race. You know, the same conversation we were talking about yesterday. I was saying, look, maybe we need to get to a point where if I'm going to a league that is renowned for racial issues, just the same way clubs have the power to put a termination clause in your contract, mm. maybe it's time for black players 
or colored players to say, look, I need to put an anti-racism clause in, in my contract. contract. It's get, probably outlandish. Will you get the contract? It's probably outlandish. Mm. You know, the thought's probably outlandish. But maybe it's about time that we put certain controls in place that protects the player, the player himself. Mm. That look, maybe a three, put a three strike rule in place. Mm. If I'm racially abused three times in the course of my contract or because of the season, I can walk away from it. I can put in a transfer request mm. and say, yeah, transfer me. Okay, the, the sports authority is one thing. Online, social media is happening. Theory Henry, somebody as huge as him with over 2 million followership across social media pulled out of social media recently because he didn't think the authorities, the online companies were doing enough to battle racism and online abuse. It's happened all the time. Is that a solution? Is this a workable solution that if these guys pull out or should they have to pull out because of this? Is it fair? It's not fair. And I think in an age where technology, technology is so good, Mm. that if I send a tweet from here, People that is know, that, that's yeah. offensive. Mm. They'll, know where it They'll know exactly where it's coming from. And we know there are laws that deal with online crimes. Yeah, I feel that what we should push for is that these guys should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Mm-hmm. But then there must be a law that guarantees that when someone is, uh, uh, is prosecuted, the weight of the... of the of the, the, of, of the, the No, the, the, the weight of the... Um, uh, uh, of, of the punishment will be so heavy that other people will think twice before venturing to, to do it. Because I, I was just thinking two things. One, I suspect that, and, and I, sus- I, I, I feel this is going to be very controversial. I suspect that it's either the few black people that are in the decision-making bodies of world football, they are quiet. Okay. Well, how many of them? That's that, another factor. That, that's the second thing. Mm-hmm. Are there enough of them? Because look, I know that in, 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 the, in the United States, for, for instance, especially, especially during the tenure of, of the last president, a lot of black journalists actually went into this war. Some lost, I, I, a friend of mine lost her job. You know, um, uh, she, she was with ESPN and she, she used an official account to, to go after the president. Mm. And she, she was paid off. She, she, she was actually paid off. But the thing is that if there's a systemic uh, um, uh, approach. Uh, it, 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 what? Approach. Approach to it. And if there is a suspicion that the system condones it, mm. I think a lot of black people should decide, you know what? This is what you need to do. Remember the case of uh, Kai Panak in the, in the NFL? Mm-hmm. When he first started taking the knee, the man lost his job yeah. and a lot of uh, uh, fellow black men just stood by and watched it happen. They didn't. Mm. It was until uh, um, until, um, uh, Floyd George Floyd thing that, mm. that, 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 that the, the, whole world, the whole world says now. enough is enough. And that's what led us to taking the knee. Yeah. And I feel that as black people, we should, we, we should, we, we should take a decision. Especially those, like, instead of theory, Hori, exactly, instead of theory, only pulling out, maybe you should use his clouds. Guys, I think it's time we do something. Now we, we have mentioned theory, only we have mentioned Patrick Sevra. See, guys, it's, it's time we do something. Let them pull their clouds. If it's going to be done from the top, yeah, let them start an insurrection of sorts from within the ranks. Another aspect of this is we're talking about the authorities, we're talking about online and all of that. Even in the media, of course. I hate to mention this, but it's the truth. In the media in the UK, remember when Sterling had issues a few years ago? He <laughs> came out, uh, Sterling bought a house for his mom. <laughs> it was reported in a different way, in a slant. No, not, I don't want to use the word. I, I'm looking for the right word now. In a derogatory way. Phil Foden does the same thing. It was reported gloriously. So even the established media in Western world tends to have these tendencies. Yeah, I mean, it's very obvious and it's in, if I can say it's in black and white, you know, (laughs) it is right there staying in the face. We have the Foden Greenwood um, on international duty Mm. and for some reason, Greenwood is the one getting all the flack. All the flack. Yes, Foden has somewhat progressed Mm. from that, but he got a very tempered, you know, calm response from the, Mm. as if, oh, it was an innocent mistake. Mm. But 
on, on the Greenwood side, beyond football, look elaborate. at what Serena has had to face uh. from the media in tennis. Look at what Serena has had to face compared to you. I, 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 we hate to make mention it in black and white, but it's the truth. Mara Sharapova had an issue, <laughs> yes, with drugs and all that. I imagine if that was Serena See. that had that issue. I imagine how it would have been portrayed. That's why I said that. Look, I think it is systemic. Mm. And I think um, when... A, yes, when, when a black person, they say, oh, please, be quiet. Let, 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 don't let's rock the boat. You know? And, and, and the people kind of paper it over. Mm. And sadly, some other black people who are with them, they say, you know what? You're not the only person. It's, it's happening before we are working on this and, and that. So that's why I feel that until... The other, uh, uh, other black athletes put together when someone makes it, takes a stand. For instance, mm. imagine when, when Zara said, you know what, this is not working. I'm, I'm not taking the day anymore. All black players in the championship says, you know what, it's true. What was the point? And they all decide to not take the day anymore. Because for, for me, like, like we have agreed, that taking the day has, it has lost its value. Mm. But another, another school of thought is like, if you don't take the knee, it also has an impact of sorts. Because it's going to look like you are giving up the fight. I don't necessarily agree with that, but that's another perspective. You see, if we had seen action, we'd seen progressive measures, progress, progress. Mm. Thank you, progress. In terms of what they're doing on social media, so a young man is seen to. And somehow the young man is picked up and is dealt with accordingly. Then we can start saying we are seeing progress. Exactly. We can keep taking taking the knee as a reminder that that it's working. But when you carry a flag of no no, uh, FIFA, no racism in sports, and that same game, something happens, (laughs) and then nobody does anything about it, or or, or the guys are slapping the wrist, what's the point? You know, and um, another angle to this is that online abuse now that actually some young upcoming BME players are getting so afraid of what they are seeing on social media that some of them actually probably thinking of opting out of football altogether. That's a clear and present danger because if like, if this is one of the things I have to deal with, I don't want any part of it. And there, therein lies another potent danger. Well, I'm not sure <laughs> if I have not experienced this. So yeah, you know really, that. So our perspective is limited, really, really different. because we've never experienced. It. But I'm, I do get that line of thought. Mm. That look, is it worth it for me to enter this form of livelihood if this is what I'm going to be facing? But like they say, somewhat in any walk of life, you need to develop some form of fixing. And find your way around it, you know. Like what he said, it's important that everybody bands together mm. as one. So, uh, an injustice to one is an injustice, injustice to all. all. Mm. Maybe when that happens, those can should, start. You no, know, people, they, they take notice yeah. and feel, okay, you know what? I think, because I, I feel, I, I honestly feel that they are thinking, don't worry, they, 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 they'll they get tired. They, they won't go they'll that far, they'll get tired. They'll get tired. And I, it keeps happening. This is, this is 2021 for crying out loud. You know, and to to round it up, to wrap it up, I, I'll say that I'm not optimistic at all. I'm not holding out any hopes that this problem that will go anywhere. I'm not either. Any uh, anywhere soon, and I, I'm kind of deflated, knowing that a few years down the line, we'll probably still be here having this conversation, talking and debating the same thing, as, the same conversation. As long as the punitive measures are not heavy enough. Yeah, we, Our we, conclusion we, is that the authorities need to do need a whole do lot more. more. Uh, don't pay lip service to it. Let's see you act. Because right now, it's lip service across board, sports authorities, online, social media companies, even some sections of the Western media. It's all, you know, political correctness. Yes. Yeah. There is no deep-seated uh, resolve to solve it. And that, it's just like, that is don't what mind it them. Is. They're, they're, they're too sensitive. They'll get over it. And, um, the NBA was at the forefront of it during the lockdown when they had all these issues and all of that. So we go to the NBA now, who recently fined Kevin Durant $50,000. 
peanuts to him, actually. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of money for us, but peanuts to Kevin Durant. You know, um, for offensive and for offensive and homophobic slurs, in a Twitter exchange with comedian and actor Michael Rappaport. Um, let me start with Bodhi, our basketball expert here. Kevin Durant appeared to have developed a certain raw nerve when he was hit with a huge criticism when, when he opted to leave OKC to go search for a ring at Golden State. Because a lot of people felt he took the easy option. Even though he went to a team that was stuck, even though he still had to do the business on the court to win, you know, but a lot of people felt he took the easy way out. And prior to that, Kevin Durant was like America's darling. <laughs> but from that point, he seemed to have developed such a mean streak. The kind of conversation he had with Michael Rappaport, we have to agree though, that it was a private conversation. I don't know why Michael Rappaport um, threw it all out there. Uh, according to Kevin Durant, they've had, you know, worse conversations. Yeah. And all that. But just focusing on Kevin Durant now, do you agree with my perspective that it seemed that from that point, he seemed to develop a bit of a raw nerve? Absolutely, Leji. The funny thing is, I've had uh, two or three um, personal experiences with Kevin Durant and Funny thing, all were pleasant. Okay. In fact, the, 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 the first time I met him was um, uh, Oklahoma City Thunder came to to Houston to play a game, mm. one of my early early uh, NBA games, and uh, I was looking for uh, there, there was a uh, Ashim Tabit. Then he was with the Thunder. I was looking to interview him um, from Tanzania. He was just drafted, so I, I, I actually wanted to speak with Ashim Tabit. So I strayed into the OKC locker room. And there was Kevin standing there in all his glory. I said, hey, I was up. I was more embarrassed than him. <laughs> I, I, I turned around and I, I fled. The second time was um, the 2018 Western Conference Finals. At that time, of course, you know, Kevin has been known to be very brutal with the press. Mm. And because of my accent and because of the way I speak, sometimes they don't, they, 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 most of them ask, can you say that again? It's a woman accent. So I asked a question and he smiled and said, I get your question, but I'm talking of this end or this end. Okay. I was taken aback because before that, Kevin had been brief and short with everybody. Okay. So I was like, okay. So in fact, I, I was so shocked that I took a beat before I now repeated before the question responded. before I responded to him. But you know, like, like you said, Kevin was the darling of the media. Yeah. He was pleasant. He was easy to work with. But that incident, but I think in all of this, <clears throat> Kevin has brought this on himself. His own perspective is that the media are always uh, they are hounding him. Okay. I remember uh, towards the end of his um uh, of, of his um of his contract in in um, at Golden State, every game he played, they are asking, and there are speculations. Is Stephen Golden State Warriors? He's going to New York Knicks. In fact, he, 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 he got to the podium one day and insulted everybody. Said, "Look, mm-hmm. I'm tired of answering your questions. I want to play basketball." Stop asking me. Leave me alone. You know, it was just plain rude. Mm. I think he brought it upon himself because when he was leaving OKC, you could leave the way LeBron did. You just quietly leave, join your team, face the press, and move on. But Kevin had to tell everybody that I'm tired of... Meanwhile, your best friend was on that team mm. at, at, at that time, uh, Russell Westbrook, yeah. who was and also multiple stars just like you. And he said, I'm tired of playing on a team where I'm the only person that can take a jump shot, where nobody else can take a clean shot, where I'm, I'm tired. I was like, wow. It, it was just disrespectful to everybody. And the, okay, so picked, picked up on it. Russell, also, uh, Russell Westbrook picked, picked, picked up on it. And you can't blame the media. It is sensation. Mm, yeah, it sells. Yeah, yeah. So of course, they picked up, picked up on, 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 on a big time. Fast forward to the, to the Warriors that he went. You joined the Warriors team that had been champions. Yeah, before you came. Before you came. And then you go to the Warriors and you start, you start to ruffle feathers. Remember, he had a fallout with the coach. He said the coach was running, but they had the coach that he doesn't like the offense that the coach runs. This was a, a coach that was, had won championships with, with, with the Warriors. And I won championships with the team before you came. He said, no, he doesn't run good sets. He should be, should do his work like this. But the coach was mature enough to let it slide. However, I want to tangle with Draymond Green. <laughs> Draymond himself nowhere. Yes. So the two of them just went at it in the media. And up till today, they, have, they, they kept going at it. So for me, 
for me, I think Kevin has brought it on, on himself because he could be quiet. You don't have to respond to if I it was so bad. Remember, it was also the ones that, that had the burner account. You know, mm-hmm. that anybody that says anything against him, he has an account that doesn't bear his name, he will attack them until one day. He made the mistake of, po- of, of posting his real thoughts on his own account. Like, oh, so you are not on that account. <laughs> and then everything. So for, I, I think Kevin brought this on himself, but, but, but I also feel that maybe there's something that we all missed at that time that he had that nice boy image. Maybe something we missed that we didn't see because he was, it, it was, it was maybe, a team that maybe he was growing. It was, maybe he hadn't become a big name. No, yeah. not, see, someone actually suggested at that, at that time that maybe it was, it was because he was in transition. That as soon as he settled, it will be fine. Because I it keeps going down here. The first final they lost OKC when they lost to, I can't remember the team, they, I think it was Spurs. When yes. they lost in the final to Spurs, I remember when he was walking off the pitch, at the, at the, sorry, walking off the court, at the side of the court, his mom was there and he hugged his mom and he cried after the loss and all that. And you felt, well, I think that was when he became America's darling. That, you know, that you, was the you point. You see that it showed he, emotion he and it was because his he lost and all of that with his mom. But Yemi, do you think that if you are a sportsman and athlete, do you think the media can trigger these kind of reactions if you are not, if you if you don't learn to ignore certain things? Because I think what happened with Kevin is, you know, he also had a, a, an issue with um, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley, like was giving oh, one yeah. shot answers <laughs> and all of that. I think it got to a stage where, you know, it comes with the territory of stardom and fame and adoration and all of that, the media would always look for stories, good or bad. Do you think it got to a point where, or do you think some of these athletes probably, I know they get trained, they need better understanding of how to handle the media times. But it's not every trigger or it's not everything you react to. You know, also, it's also a function of the timing Mm. of some of these questions, news items, and what have you. Imagine you're at the end of a blowout. A game you lost, you lost terribly, and probably <laughs> you dropped maybe ten points, zero rebounds, five assists, terrible numbers, and then you have to face the press, and then you are probably in a in an emotional state where you are looking for empathy, mm-hmm. <laughs> but the press will not be they will not yeah. empathize with you, they will hit you hard, wanting to find out why you put up such a bad performance. So, and I think that's where a bit of emotional intelligence comes in, and that media training, knowing how mm-hmm. to handle the press in a situation where you are not doing well. But still, we also have to understand that these guys, whilst a lot of people want to consider them as role models, they, that was they didn't ask to be considered as... That's my next question. No, um, see, um, should the, the, we make, should we make, these guys are regular guys. Should oh, we the, make athletes role models? You see, it's talking about players having a bad game. Mm. Remember the 2011 finals? Um, hits against uh, Dallas Mavericks. Dallas Mavericks. And the, the hits were leading 3 1. And then one hit player called LeBron James out. I said a lot of things to him in, in the media. And then there was, a, there, there was also a ground, a ground swell of rumors. Like certain player and uh, and LeBron James' mama were having something. It wasn't out out in the open, but it was being whispered that he does. And you know, in all of this, LeBron James just took himself above it. He said nothing. He didn't address it. They lost the series. He went on vacation, and he came back better the following year. I think sometimes when you lose a game, I've I've been in a locker room where a player that dropped absurd absurdly low points. The mic was in his face. He said, man, it's one of those days, man, and I need to go do something else. I need to get my mind off because, you know, the, the NBA, the games are relentless. Mm-hmm. Two nights from, from today, we have another game, and I need to put it, 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 it you can, There's a way you can handle it. You can handle it, yeah. You, you don't have to be nasty about it. And you look like, like, like I said earlier about, 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 about um, when you have been nasty about it, then move on. Mm. Don't keep digging up stuff every time. You know, it, it, it's tough. Really, to be fair to athletes, it's tough. The press is in your face. Your every step is monitored. Your Mic- every action of on the pitch or under a microscope, it's tough. And I think we all have different constitutions. But back to my question, Yemi. I've always had this feeling. I've been in stadiums in the UK, Premier League matches, 
all kinds of football matches. I see parents who are with their kids. Something is happening and they are using, the parents are using swear words, <laughs> terrible <laughs> words in front good. of their kids right beside them. And these same parents expect footballers to be, to be role models, to be nicer, to be better. And when Rooney says something into the camera, he's fined and banned yeah. three matches. Are we not expecting too much from athletes in terms of behavior, in terms of how they comport themselves? Because at the end of the day, there's a combination. These guys are young. They are rich. rich. It's a very potent combination. It takes only those who have a very good constitution not to, mean, to, not to have one or two missteps. You also have to look at the background mm. of some of these athletes. Most of them come from, you know, lower economic, mm. uh, class, well, lower economic class. class mm. And they see this is their outlet. Okay. This is their way out of the doldrums. And then you now expect them to be prim and proper mm. because they are now rich, so to say. And then you hold them by a certain standard. Mm. That they're probably not used to. Mm. Now there are some who will conform, who will take the, whatever media training and emotional training yeah, that comes yeah. with it. There are some that will take it, and then there are some who will be like, "What? What's all this? Please allow me to live my life. Yeah, I've worked hard. I've get to where I am. To get to where I am. I'm living the life. I'm living the dream. Let me enjoy my life. Mm. Whatever expectation you have for me, that's your problem." But Why don't you have such expectations for yourself mm, than mm. for me? So those are some of the things we need to take into consideration. But, but you know, so, sometimes depending on the on the influence the player has, sometimes things actually help their players to behave. Yeah. Um, I remember I was at one NBA finals and um, what, what they do is that um, the, the team stream back to back, right? So when team A is about to finish, when there's 30 minutes to the end of team A's training, they allow the media in. So you witness the last 30 minutes of their training, then you do, you do the interviews, and then team B comes in. You witness the first 30 minutes of their training, and then you, you excuse them, and then your, your, your job is done. And every time, almost every time that Lakers, if, if Lakers are the ones on the floor, when they, they, they train first, before the media comes in, before the media comes in, uh, Kobe is Kobe gone. Kobe is gone. Mm. We, we never see him. Then if they are training second, the first set minutes he will not come. He won't come, come, come on the floor. <laughs> he just wants to, he just wants to avoid you guys. You <laughs> won't see him. <laughs> Carry your wallet. <while> <laughs> you know. So sometimes so, some players do this type of things to protect because they know that hey, first off, we, you know we want to talk to him. Second, you know mm. some of us are mischievous. We, we, are, we are looking for something to mm. prick and pin yeah. and and mm. shove down there so, so that they and say trigger something, something and trigger something. And so. They do that. And I, I know a lot of teams also do that for, for their supplier. So maybe sometimes if like the, 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 the type of play, player you described in your last sentence, you know, you have a player like this that tend to go off. They protect you need to him. manage them. They mm-hmm. protect them. All right. It, it, it's an interesting scenario because we've had, we have Maverick players. We're talking about KD because they appeared to, we know some players are Mavericks from day one. Yeah. Exactly. But KD appeared to have been just turned. a mommy's boy. A saint who just turned. So there must have been a trigger a that trigger. Mm. put him on the defensive. And I think we have to appreciate that. Honestly, these guys are just human. Yeah. I personally feel our expectations of them too are high. way too high. The expectations of the public are way too high. And, and another aspect of that is the fact that we expect our children or our young kids to look at them and learn from them and make them their role models. I honestly feel your role models should come from within your family, not yeah. some guy yeah. you see on you the screen know. and you expect him because you don't know his background, you don't know what he's been through, you don't know the kind of life they've lived. How do you now strike that balance? Because we in the media, we can be impossible at times. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. We can be impossible, we just want to go and trigger and most because, of us are worldly because, wise because bad news sells exactly <laughs> most of us are worldly wise so can you say that maybe the authorities are also you know the authorities are the media you go for a game they give you free access I, I think NBA is the um, the best when it comes to that is you will be fined heavily if you refuse to talk to the media 
I've covered uh, Premier League and Champions League games where you just give the media officer, I want to talk to player A, and he or she will make player A available to you. You know, and some of these guys, like you said, after a bad game, might have to stand in the tunnel and do 30, 40 minutes in terms of different yeah. organizations back to back to when, back. When, when all they want to do is just go somewhere. Yeah, it can and, be and very, very demanding. Yeah. And the chances are you will say something you don't want to say. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm asking Yemi, do you think that there has to be a better balance? A better, you know, give them a bit of slack. Knowing that they are humans, things can go wrong, and at times you need to protect them. I think the critical thing is that protection. Mm. You need to protect some of your more volatile players. Volatile players. Or athletes. Because you do understand their psyche. You know how you've, you've, you've watched them, you've monitored them, you know how they react at every time. So maybe you need to protect them. And say, okay, look, we've had a bad game. This guy has really had a, let's keep him out of the eye of the storm. Mm. Let's look for that. So, <laughs> that is if he's not the captain of the team. You know, in the NBA, um, you usually have two players plus a coach after every game to mm. speak. And if you are the best player on your team, on your winning team, mm. they, they call it, so is that a podium game? They put him up there to face the press. But on the other hand, if your team lost and you're the captain, I remember one game where James Harden and um, CP3, they had just been beaten by the Warriors. In Rockets. The by, yeah, the Rockets. Rockets. They had just been beaten by Warriors and they both came out. And it was clear from my face that these guys, they don't want to send it. Like, yes. No. Next. <laughs> <laughs> one word answer. One word answer. Because it was a bad day. But for that one, there's no, because like I said about the NBA, you have to show up sure. to give a post-game interview. Mm. Mm. Very, very difficult situation when it comes to at least. But um, KD apparently uh, would get through this. Like I said, $50,000 to him is chicken change, really. Drop off. He would pay the fine. Oh, drop off. What and maybe going yeah. forward, he would maybe a bit more hopefully. thoughtful and circumspect when it comes to things Hopefully. Like this. And I think another thing they need to learn is to just ignore. Mm. The guy in question, Macarapod, is known to, to go, you know, to go, you know, stop yeah. the flames. And I've heard other professionals say, oh, he's tried it with me. I just ignored him. So I think it's very important. I, I think he's also know. facing some flack because people are telling him, that, that was a private conversation. Yeah. Why did you bring it out in the public if you just didn't want to? Uh, and, you know, for, for a lot of people, well, he's gotten the cloud. A lot of people didn't know who Michael <laughs> Rappaport was before now. Now probably the whole world knows him. But KD has to be careful. Yeah. He's got a great legacy on court so that it doesn't taint that legacy off it, yeah. so to speak. So, on the question of legacy, let's come home and talk about our Super Eagles, ex-Super Eagles, who recently uh, went to a state, were featured by a state governor. Clear which no, I'll get there. I'll get there. <laughs> I'll get there. And we're talking about ex-Super Eagles of 94, 96, 98, I think. I think yeah. those, those yeah. Yeah. two World Cups, one Olympic Games. And they were featured by a governor who obviously, I think, we don't let me say obviously, who appears to have political ambitions to the presidency. Yeah. A lot of things swelling around. So maybe he sees that group as a group to cultivate. And they went there, they played a march, pictures were sent out, they gave the governor some kind of award on behalf they, of Nigeria. They, 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 they gave him an award. And all of that, and all of that. I'm a bit worried about that. Some people feel hey, these guys are just regular guys. We live in a country where mm, come and do something for me, you get paid. Why not? They need the money and all of that. But I feel that the legacy as ex-Super Eagles players doesn't belong only to the 94, 96, 98 team. Yes, maybe they're the most successful. But there were Super Eagles before them, ex-Super Eagles players before them who were successful. There's been Super Eagles after them who've been successful as well. So while they were maybe they were the breakthrough team in terms of success, well, not the breakthrough in 1981 in the but in terms of maybe global, global. acclaim, agreed. But are you saying that they should, they should have capped their name? No, not not Super Eagles, Super Eagles 94 to 98. No, they capped it. I think they tried to cap it. Did they? Did they? Oh, no, I don't think they did. In the award, they, they did. didn't cap it. You know? So for me, because there are many other Super Eagles ex-players who probably are not aligned with what you're doing. But th- those ones should speak out. Okay. So, at the end of the day, 
maybe I'm a bit too worried, but I feel it's a bit, it's like tainting your legacy. Oh. Yemi has said so many things. <laughs> of the I understand, I understand all of that. Let him say it again. I will, I will, you will say it again. <laughs> Yemi's opinion is, well, let everybody him needs it. money and all of that. So Yemi doesn't agree with me. So let him say what he has to say. It's Let's funny tell us. how mm. you keep mentioning the particular word. Legacy. Yeah. Legacy. Legacy where? We legacy <laughs> feed them. <laughs> Some of them are broke. Mm. They need the money. Okay. Let, 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 me stop, let me stop you there. They need the money. Okay. So what it means is, okay, this guy that belongs to a party has called them. Uh, a guy that belongs to the other party will call them. And, and they will go again. Somebody what? does that, does that, you know, oh, I don't want to use the word make sense. Well, does that sound right? Somebody, so you're like, you're hawking yourself your around. Your services are requested. Somebody said something. Um, Professor Sagi, mm. uh, the former basketballer, mm. he said, what is all this people are making about, legacy about? Look, <laughs> said, these guys have something that somebody needs. Yes. And they are profiting of it. from it. That if people can be brand ambassadors and get paid mm. officially, yeah. that they are found an, 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 an official channel, channel to clean up. If, mm. if, if people are willing to pay, oh, they hold on. If people are willing to pay to parry them and they, and they don't mind being parried, then it's fine. Is the difference in if it's a private company? I, oh, I know. I this know. is public. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> and this is public funds. Hold on now. Well, that's between, that's, between, that, 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 that's between the governor and his people. <laughs> exactly. That's a, that's a different conversation entirely. But for me, I think where I would draw the line is there's a reason FIFA are insistent that politics and football should not okay. meet, should mm. not cross. Mm. There's a reason. And look, I don't mind. It, let, let them hawk anything. That I, I don't care. Like, uh, is there, if they are, they are broke, they need money, let them if you see some of them, you pity them. Let them make money now that those people, the, the people that are giving the money, is it, like you said, is it the money they are giving out? No. Is it people they are giving the money, people's money to the people. Let them spend it. <laughs> if they don't give it to the footballers, they give it to somebody else. I won't say exactly. girlfriends. But that, that's, like I said, that's another conversation. But for me, I remember when the late General Abacha was, was, was going to transit yeah. from a military <laughs> cap who the cap fits <laughs> from military cap <laughs> to Babaliga cap I, I can't tell you how ashamed I was when I saw people that I respected mm. people that well unfortunately my role models mm. when I saw them singing and jumping behind the man whose reputation we know so for me it is but what then some people will say, okay, so are, are you saying that are, are you saying that they should take your morality to to align to, align to their own? No, I, I I don't think certain lines should be crossed, and I don't think you should lie, because mm-hmm. I think the that plaque they give the governor was a lie. <laughs> That's what I also do. If if you if, if you want to make money, make money from whatever, mm-hmm. but don't lie to the man, and don't lie to yourself. You know, because we tend to do these things with. Um, it's not only the footballers. I remember a couple of years ago, um, NFF gave an award <laughs> to then legal state governor, lifetime achievement award. and the award was uh, a lifetime achievement award for a man who had been the governor for, a man for, who for, for no, like, <laughs> let me say four years, and probably gave them money for a couple of events. And in life, it was uh, for me. And I think I think they hosted some awards on Lagos. Yeah, the, the LFF and for me, I think I tweeted about it, and the tweet almost went viral. I was like, "You can give the governor an award, what you like, but a lifetime achievement award is an insult to a lot of Nigerians who, are, who had done exactly so, much so much for Nigerian football." You know, that is a lie. That, that is a lie that so I'm, I'm thinking of that. So okay, maybe it was okay. I mean, you guys have made the point; they wanted to make the money and all of that. Why now give an award? On behalf of Nigerian youth, that you are not representing. Uh, no, who says you are not representing Nigerian youth? How are they representing Nigerian youth? Most of them are in their forties or fifties. You, you leave that one. You know, leave that one. Why did I say leave that one? They are the set that a certain percentage of the so-called Nigerian youth resonate towards, look up to, recognize, so they can comfortably say we represent. 
She's like, she's like, you. No, I don't agree. They can prove that. They can't. They, they represent themselves. Fine. They can say we. Even, even like X Super Eagles, they represent only a, a, a segment. Maybe, yeah. like I said, 94 to 90. Yemi is stretching this. Yemi is trying to stretch it. He's trying very hard to stretch it. And you know, at the end of the day, I'm trying to find the award so I can read it out. I'm trying to find the award plaque, if I can call it that, and read it out. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I just feel that, I just feel that, okay, somebody's done this. You know, where I'm worried, Yemi, is this. Where I'm worried is this. Somebody who belongs to one particular party has done this. You know? And let's say there are three parties. And, you know, we tend to have this uh, follow the crowd mentality. Ah, yeah. this guy has done this, you know. Ah, let me too. Party B calls them. They go there. Mm. Party C calls them. They go there. At the end of the party A, that initially calls them that they gave a word, will come out in the open and they start banding words and start blasting. They have open shop now. You know? Uh-huh. So you agree, you agree with me now that they've done something. Okay, let me read the award. Award of Excellence conferred on His Excellency. Don't let me mention his name. As the captain and pillar of Nigerian youths <laughs> by the members of the ex-national team players, Nigeria Super League. They didn't even they, they didn't couch, they didn't cap it with they didn't cap it yes, yes, yes. Oh, by members. You. No, you see, from sorry, let me let me say this. It's this is this is honestly. I think it's improper. By the members of the ex-national team players like Giant Super Eagles, most of you are 94, 96, 98. Don't cover everybody. Wait, because I, more, it's disrespectful for people who have come before you uh, and people who have come after you, Yemi. You're stretching it like you're looking for respect. No, 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 Yemi. No. I cannot, let me, Yemi, let, let, me do, let me do something. We, we represent an organization uh, and we are, we are doing this podcast in, in partnership with another organization and I go somewhere and I go and sign a slave contract, and I involve this organization I represent and our partnership organizations, and I say I'm representing them. You won't do that. Mm. <laughs> Nobody should, because what, what I'm trying to say is that technically, you're wrong. See. Technically, you are claiming something you can't claim. They can't say they're representing 1980 because those ones were not there to share the Malamu with them. On this same podcast, you mentioned that a certain super good player said, doesn't know Sheikh Odeman. Yeah. Very, very simple. Same way a certain percentage of the so-called Nigerian youth don't know the 1980 Eagles, Green Eagles at the time. Wait. Forget that. No, forget it. Wait. I won't wait. Forget about people who don't know them. They are saying Yes. They should have put this, this we represent Super Eagles 94, 98. 98. They should have put that there. That's my quarrel. As they, should, wait, now, you mean? they should have put that there. They don't have a right to say we represent ex-national <laughs> team players. They don't have that right. They are the ones that, they, as far as they are concerned, they are the important yes. national team players. Yeah, Yemi, they, they, don't, don't, Yemi, they <laughs> don't have, I'm sorry, Yemi, they don't have the right. They are claiming it, but they don't have the right to say we represent all ex-Super Eagles players. Couch it will represent even 94, 96, 98. I know someone, I know, I know Emeka is Ogo. I know he's a firebrand. Only she was not part of this. Exactly. Exactly. So go there. I should have killed him in his grave too. No, so go grave. there. Whatever you want to do, do it. But don't now say we represent, don't make a, a class representation because I think it's not proper. For me, for me, the bottom line is that flog your popularity or your exact or your fame for, for anything you like. But keep it, keep it curbed. Mm-hmm. Keep it curbed. Curbed the madness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't mind them going to Kogi State. They went there. They probably made money because we, we are just, we don't know whether they made money or not. We're assuming they made money. Yeah. They probably, yes, did you see them collect let, money? Let them come out and deny. No, did you see them collect money? At the BS of the governor. The guest let, of let the Let them government. come out and deny. There must be some kind of honorarium. You know, because we're at the stadium, <laughs> we're at the, we're at the stadium on Tuesday. And we, there were some ex survivors players who were at the stadium who were not in Kogi. Yes. We saw a few that we, we sat with who were not in Kogi. Le, you know, Lagos Branch. Lagos Branch. So, you see, the, 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 honestly, I hate to say this, but it goes to the heart of the matter. You know, a lot of times we've had situations where ex players, maybe it's a topic for another podcast, but let me just hint at it. Ex players who run into financial troubles or medical troubles, and everybody comes out to say, you know, uh, they serve their countries, blah 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 blah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 
ex-Super Eagles players, a lot of them made a lot of good money when they were playing. A lot of them got paid handsomely yeah. for what they did for the yeah. country. So if you don't manage your resources well, and somewhere down the line, you run into financial trouble, please don't come out and be saying the country, the country doesn't, I'm sorry, the country doesn't owe you anything any, anymore. Anymore. <laughs> France night, was it from, um, the last World Cup in Brazil? Each of those guys collected their money when they, they fought for their money, collected like 20, 20 million naira. If you, if you convert the, the money to, one of them will run into trouble a few years down the line and say, the government is, I, I think, yes, you can have, you can do things, but it's not like I run into trouble and then you must help me because I plead. No, they will run, run to this government. You got handsomely paid for what you did while you did it. I agree there must be some kind of pension or some kind of health insurance yeah. for people which yes. must be put That's, in place. It's a different conversation. It's a different conversation. Yeah. Not a case where an ex-player or an ex-athlete has an issue were handsomely paid and there because your father, my father, my uncle, my auntie also served Nigeria meritoriously in their various capacities. Yep. And um, when they run into trouble, we have to handle it privately. You don't put it on the public domain. So, Yemi, what are you saying? These guys have a right to hawk their popularity anywhere. But where our point of disagreement is, they don't have a right to claim to that caption themselves. To, it, to claim it on behalf of other people who probably are not in support of what they're doing. Sincerely, mm. I do agree with that latter part of your argument. But then, I can't blame them. Mm. The market has been created. The market was created I w- in terms of... I was, I, I was going to say that. Yeah. Nigerians love titles. Nigerians love um, farmsing, as we call yeah. it here. Uh, you, you, you should see a picture of the co- of, of the of the um, of the of the governor greening with with the coach and Peba and and, and Kanu, you know, looking very happy that I've met these guys. Yeah. He probably was um, uh, was um, a university or a young uh, politician when they were winning. He never had the chance to meet them. So, like you said, and and then they got he got the chance to to get honor in quotes from them. Yeah. So, like the market has been created. Nigerians love their titles. I'm sure you have a, a, a huge frame for the photograph of, yeah. of that um, mm, of that mm. gathering somewhere in his house or in his office saying, oh, I, I met these guys. So look, if it floats his boat and he wants to spend his money and if they want to flog their film like that, it's fine. I have nothing against it. However, like Omot said, let us be clear on what you are doing. Yeah. Don't say Nigerian youth. Yeah? Nobody send you. <laughs> and don't say super groups because Alamuda Lawa will be turning his grave. I didn't send you either. <laughs> you know? Uh, on, on that note, let, 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 let's still uh, just stretch it further and say, what can we do to ameliorate this constant problem? We've talked about their personal responsibilities, but collectively now, what can be done to help? Because I know in the NBA, they have this idea whereby yeah. part of your earnings are kept maybe 10, 15 percent. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and invested. And yeah. invested. And, and you're on a salary for life. And so no matter how bad it gets, you get, you get paid a stipend every once month. Once you're 40 or something, you yes. can collect. Yeah. You get and paid a stipend every month. irony of it is that most of them, before they are, get to that 40 years, they are broke. Yeah. So by the time they get that money, it's like a second opportunity. They are wiser mostly. In fact, there's one, one NBA player that went broke, but when he signed a shoe contract, mm. They put on payments. They put the board. Uh, the, the, the payments was divided into two. Iverson? Alan Iverson. Alan Iverson. And then he gets a bulk 20 years down, down the line. Down, down, down and that's windfall is coming now for him. Mm. Where I don't clear. So he <laughs> will know what to do with the money. And it's a windfall that. What can be done? Maybe health insurance, maybe pensions. There's what can be done for Nigerian? Not super egos now. Nigerian athletes yeah. representing the country. There's a lot that can be done. And we've said it several times. <laughs> several sports ministers have said it but I think the problem with them is the implementation part and I don't mm. think it's quite difficult if you call a few of the pension um, companies companies in Nigeria call five to ten of them bring them in a room and tell them look this is what we want to do the government is willing to invest XYZ amount of money into pensions of athletes so if for instance you pay them maybe the camp allowances or what have you. You make a deduction, but you see the fair. Therein lies another problem: lack of trust. And that's what I was going uh-huh. to. <laughs> the, the Ghana team to the last uh, under twenty. I don't know if it's African Championship. Uh, Af- uh, the, the, I think it's African Championships. Um, when they, I think they won. 
they are the Ghana were victorious, and the, the president gave them ten thousand dollars each and a plot of land. And he said, out of the ten thousand dollars, five thousand will be given to you in cash. Another five thousand invested in, in a reputable company. Okay, that's what he did. And then the, the, uh, the, I think the group of the tournaments and the player of the tournaments, I think they have the highest the best player of the tournaments. They got five thousand dollars each, and the, again, he split it into two. Half you collect cash, the other half. So you have an investment mm. that is... Okay, good. let me co- complete your thoughts. So like you said, major problem is trust. Because over time, we see a lot of pension fraud mm. happen in Nigeria. The money so is deducted, money is deducted not but not remitted. Mm. So that is the major the only, factor. But then, there are ways you can call these pension companies into some form of commercial agreement mm. where you are offering them other incentives, marketability incentives where they can leverage on the fact that they are providing that service for you. So for instance, a super Eagles player gets $10,000 for every win. Mm. There's nothing wrong in deducting 10% of that. that. Or even 20%. You know, Mm. putting it in in some form of pension scheme that they have access to after. And Mm. and also, some will say, oh, so once I've played for super Eagles once, no, you can put a cap to it. Yeah. Maybe after 10 caps, caps, you start Mm. doing Mm. that, you know. Mm. So, there are a lot of ways you can look at it. If you've been to one Olympics, if you want yeah. to all African games, you know, stuff. It's, it's not as easy as it sounds, mm. but it's something that I'm sure if you call I the know person, the, guys the, are the, quite smart. The Nigerian Olympians Association, uh, I met with Olympia Odeji recently, who is their president. They're trying to do something along those lines for ex-Olympians. But yeah, buddy, the same, uh, situation. How do we get around the trust, quote unquote, Problem. Players feel, ah, I can't let them take my money. They it's, will it, not, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not happen, happen overnight. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Uh, but, but I think since we are always giving them, um, rewards, mm. that is from, because if, if you are giving somebody reward, like I said, like I said about the gun example now, you can decide how to, how, how you can to decide how you are going yes, to give out rewards. But it's one that they earn themselves, you know, then they can do they, they can do what what they like with it. But, if, know, but if, if even with the rewards, DG, hmm. uh, I think we are speaking with Sunday only say exactly uh, that was what I was going <laughs> to. You <laughs> promise the players something, you promise them something, they don't get it until 20, 30 years later. So problem. how are they going to audio 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 promise audio, audio promises? You know, at the end of the day, I think there's an underlying problem in Nigerian sports. It's a institutionalized mistrust. Yes. There is a lack of trust across board. And I'm also saying this. I'm, I'm also going to say this. I'm part of the media, and media is also part of this. Yes. Yeah. From the media to the administrators to everybody involved, there is a lack of sincerity. There is. That, that's is too why much. There's too much of a personal agenda, agenda. flying around. That is why when, when someone is was uh, is um, is um, is honest, I want to do something. Remember when the Jitinumbu I became chairman of the Sports Council, and we said that look. Any athletes that come to Lagos State, we are not offering you money. We give you something that you can live on, oh, even yeah. after sports. Like, eh? I don't no. give you money. Give us what's in our hand is what we want. Give us now. And a lot mm. of people, a lot of people are saying, no, I don't do that. But I think the man understands that after a few years, these guys are broke. And mm. we're saying, let's change the way. Yeah. You know, there's some, there's let's some, change the narrative. There's some athletes, the National Sports Festival is going on. Maybe we'll talk about more about that. There's some athletes that have been going to this sports festival. Because yeah, of this thing, body mentioned, they don't have any proper yeah. means of income. They've been going for three, four, five, and appearing for different states. Some of them are getting to their fifties, and appearing for different states. Appearing for different states. So <laughs> those are issues that need to be discussed. You know, because if somebody keeps representing different states and keeps winning gold medals, how are you going to develop the next generation? Yeah. Because that means they are putting a, they are locking down that yeah. space, and another p other athletes cannot come. We can talk on and on and on. When, when it comes to Nigerian sports, we can go on and on and on about things, but it's always um, very difficult. Let, let, let's cap it all by me asking you guys this question. Um, do we try our utmost best to institutionalize this health insurance, pension scheme for Nigerian athletes as much as we can over the next few years? Is this something we should try and institutionalize. And when you're getting into a national team, they tell you whether you like it or not, for the sake of your future, you have to sign up to for this. We can. Mm. But 
that's the shades of purpose is what I think is the defining, um, the defining thing. Okay. Should we? Should we? What is not sure. On that note, we'd like to thank you for joining us on Sports 360 Podcast for this week. Another episode will drop next week. Thanks for your time. Have a great time.